0: so we are so excited We're here for the eighth episode of talking disney where we look at a classic uh, disney film and we just we t- hash it out and talk about it and it's really fun and i'm rachel and my friend stanford sear
1: hi rachel how's it going
0: that's good thanks so much for joining me
1: oh thanks for the invitation so it was great and what, and what a fun movie to talk about
0: i'm really excited to talk about this one this is definitely a crowd favorite uh, and uh, it's gonna be a lot of fun. We are talking about Aladdin. Uh, we, last Yay. month <laughs> yeah, last month we had home on the range because we just did by random. And this month we got much nicer random draws. Yes.
1: Exactly. (laughs) Your drawing app was, showed us some mercy. (laughs) Yeah.
0: (laughs) Yeah. So uh, what was your experience when you first saw Aladdin? Do you remember? Oh my
1: gosh. Yes. I remember vividly. I loved it. I loved it. I saw it. I think I saw it like three or four nights in a row. I'm not kidding. After I'd go after work. um, I absolutely fell in love with Aladdin the the second I saw it. Um, So much fun. The animation is is so well done. I was so taken by the story and, you know, love the music. Robin Williams, I just thought was genius as the genie. Um, So, yeah, I just, multiple viewings, Rachel. I just, I just, (laughs) and it's still, and it's still a personal favorite. I love it.
0: Mm, Yeah. So. I, I always liked Aladdin a lot. It was always one that you could just put on in any mood and you could smile and enjoy it. But I, I wasn't as in love with it as I was with Little Mermaid and Beauty and the Beast. And I think maybe it's just because it has a male lead. And as a you know young girl, I was 11 when it came out. I think I was just more drawn to Belle and Ariel than Aladdin. And yeah, but I liked it. I just didn't love it. And for a while, if people, I've, I'm i just being honest, for a while, if people ask me what's the most overrated Disney movie, this was my answer, which is terrible because it's a really good movie. But I, I guess I just, it's not in my top 10. We'll, we'll give my ranking uh, of Disney movies. And so, and I feel like for most people, it is in their top 10. So in that sense, I think it's a little overrated. But it's still really, 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 really good.
1: <laughs> oh, sure, <So.
0: laughs> no, I
1: do. I hear what you're saying, and honestly, I think that's probably why it resonated so much with me is because of the sure. male protagonist, and also, uh, you know, there's a big action adventure component to the film, which you know, action movies are like one of my one of my favorite genres, and so they have that put into a Disney film like the way it was, the way it was, like that whole. Yeah, cave of wonders scene which we'll, which we'll talk about uh i i think it's one of those like i couldn't believe it like two, two of my favorite things coming together you know a really yeah. solid action movie with a really fantastic disney musical yeah <laughs> but, yeah but, and that and worked you know that really worked
0: so. yeah and there was never any doubt in my mind ever that the genie is one of the great characters of disney history i think I I do think that if you take the genie out of this movie, and that's a big take out because it's a huge part of the movie. But if you take that out, I think the movie is like, I don't think Aladdin is a super interesting character. I don't think Jasmine is a super interesting character. Uh, They don't, but genie is so great (laughs) that he elevates, I think the whole rest of the movie, Robin Williams' performance. I don't think it's, I think it's not only one of the great Disney performances of all time, I think it's one of the great supporting performances ever. If he had won the Oscar for Best Supporting Actor that year, I would have had no complaints, that's for sure. Right, right. Uh, yeah. I mean, even though it's just a vocal performance, I mean, you could tell he was just putting in everything into it. And I remember actually in the, uh, I believe in their review of Aladdin, on Siskel and Ebert, I think Ebert actually said, like, you could nominate him for Supporting Actor. Mm-hmm. It's that good. And he he's just so incredible in this role and we'll talk more about that but and i have to admit like it has a uh a a depth to it that i didn't see or i didn't feel before uh after his passing i remember watching it and i i watched it that like that night and i don't normally get super upset i guess about celebrity you know celebrity deaths and things like that but him and Whitney Houston really affected me because they were just such a huge not only this but you think like Mrs. Doubtfire and yeah so many movies that were so big in the 90s and and uh, and and I, I kind of felt like I kind of felt like with Robin Williams that I, I felt I, I felt like I had forgotten about him Mm -hmm. and that's i think what made me sad (laughs) is that i had forgotten about him because he was in so many bad movies for so many years yeah and uh and so then when he i don't know when he passed away it was kind of like being reminded of the cousin that you loved so much as a child but you kind of had lost track of as an adult yeah and i i don't know if that makes sense but it was just so now i watch it and especially the whole you know genie you're free all that kind of stuff it has a uh an emotional intensity that it didn't have.
1: Yeah, for, yeah. Well, for all
0: those years, I, I was saying it was overrated. <laughs> yeah. I don't think it's overrated now, uh, but I still don't have it in my top ten. So, uh, but anyway, okay. So let's talk about it. So I don't. I don't really remember when I like. I vividly remember when I saw Beauty and the Beast. It was at the Villa Theater. I don't know if you've ever seen the Villa Theater.
1: Yes, it's my favorite theater.
0: <laughs> it makes me so sad that it's like. Selling the rugs. Carpet,
1: it's a carpet store. It's horrible. I, um, yeah. The Villa Theater was not very far from my parents' home, and it's oh just really my favorite.
0: Somebody needs know. to restore that someday. Yeah, like, oh
1: yeah, I I totally agree because and they'd show the big Disney releases there.
0: Yeah, I saw. I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure that I saw the re-release of Fantasia there. I'm pretty sure that I saw Little Mermaid there, and I'm I'm yeah, but, positive I saw Beauty and the Beast there.
1: Yeah, yeah, oh, for sure. Yeah, for sure
0: you would have. We were in Maryland by the time Aladdin came out, because uh, we moved in 1992 to Maryland, uh, so that movie we part of it as well. <laughs> so, from yeah,
1: okay. I'm, I'm, I, I would not. I can't remember all the theaters I saw Aladdin in because I saw it a bunch <laughs> in the theater, yeah. as I mentioned. Probably one of them was the Villa at some point. <laughs> so but, cool. Yeah. 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 Great, so, great movie house.
0: Yeah, and it's a great movie. It um, was directed by Ron Clements and John Musker. Uh, this is their third film, correct?
1: Uh, yeah, it was the third film for Disney. The first one was The Great Mouse Detective, then The Little Mermaid, then Aladdin. Yes. I mean,
0: that's pretty impressive.
1: That's talk about oh my stars! I know. <laughs> Seriously.
0: Yeah, and uh, they, you know, they're a great team. They just recently had John. I believe retired, correct? John
1: John just retired. Yeah. Yes.
0: After Moana. Yeah. So We won't get any more of the team of them, but Ron is still. Ron's We're still seeing- there. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So let's hope. Let's hope he's got another. Another movie in him. We'll see. Yeah,
0: I had sixteen different people on the story credit, <laughs> and uh, four different screenwriters. Uh, so I think yes. it went through a lot of. Yes
1: yeah so the four screenwriters essentially you know so ron and john are two of the screenwriters
0: Uh, originally they were planning on being kind of darker correct
1: well yes because you know howard ashman was was still alive when when they were in when they were working on the story so uh it was going to be a, a cab calloway themed Musical. I mean, clearly, you know, it was going to be set in Arabia and all that stuff, but but uh, I don't know if you're, if you're familiar with any of, of those, uh, with Cab Calloway, but he was a African-American performer, mm-hmm. I think quite famous in the 40s and 50s, and, uh, you know, he was in musicals, and I think he had his own his own group that he toured with and whatnot but a really specific musical style with like a zoot suit and you know really great really great music really energetic and some he of that did, still i think is in uh a friend and uh you, you know a friend like yeah i saying the right thing
0: yeah um, he did minnie the moocher right i believe
1: so yes
0: in, in blues brothers yeah yeah,
1: yeah. <laughs> um and, and uh but but a darker tone too you're you're right because you know Howard Ashman was dying, and I right. think that some of those songs that he was writing, at least the way, if i if not mistaken, what I've heard Alan can say about it was that, that the film had 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 a darker tone. that, You know, during some point of it in its development, uh, yeah, which mm-hmm. is again sad because uh, here the brilliant Howard Ashman was was you know was dying.
0: Right. Yeah. Do you know uh, what songs uh, Ashman? Ended up writing Prince Ali, or did he? So, did he write anything?
1: Um, I think he wrote "Friend Like Me,"
0: uh-huh.
1: and uh, he might have written "Arabian Night" at the beginning. Okay, but then I think I think the other ones he wrote got got scrapped. One of the one of the songs is really nice that's in the stage version now. This you know they've got a, the Broadway version of Aladdin, and it's called "Proud of Your Boy." Mm -hmm. Uh, and it's, it's Aladdin talking about, you know, trying to make his mother, uh, you know, proud, proud of him for, you know, trying, trying to live up to her, her expectations of him. And, uh, it's, it's more melancholy rather than really sad, but there was another one and I'm trying to remember the name of Rachel, but Jafar sings it. It got got cut.
0: Yeah. And I'm not
1: sure if it includes called but we'll, we'll
0: talk yeah. about that but well a lot that of was it,
1: Howard
0: right a lot of the changes came down to jeffrey katzenberg he uh, i guess in uh, april 1991 they uh, they he said that there was this black friday <laughs> where he refused to change the release date in ni- the november 1992 release date because this was when they were doing a movie every year kind of a thing and it wasn't until the year i think there's a year uh, before lion king in between yeah, Lion King, there was,
1: there was a break between aladdin and lion king yeah
0: yeah and uh, and so uh, they they were trying to do a movie every year so this was in 1991 and katzberg felt like the script didn't engage the viewer and he said that they demanded the entire story be written without rescheduling the date and that he said that uh, they requested that clements and musker were to not be dependent on ashman's vision and the removal of aladdin's mother He says, 86, the mother, the mom's a zero.
1: (laughs) There you go. That's Jeffrey
0: Katzenberg for you.
1: Yeah, that's Jeffrey (laughs) Katzenberg. My favorite, as you know. Um, But yeah, that's so. I'm so glad you you mentioned that because uh, I think a lot of, that probably facilitated a lot of changes. One thing I had pointed out to me early on, and again, I can't remember who did it, Rachel, because it was, you know, so many years ago, but... um, if you look at the the a friend like me sequence, mm-hmm. uh, Aladdin, the character himself is a lot skinnier and a lot. I mean, he looks kind of like a gangly teen, teenager. Is really what he looks like, and yeah. that's what that was his early character design. And then they did a lot of that. They, they did a lot of that animation for it. I think that was one of the first sequences that they finished. Mm-hmm. And then Jeffrey Katzenberg wanted him to look more like Tom Cruise, and so they muscled him up. Uh, uh, and then, and that's the character that we see for pretty much most of the film. But I noticed it again, you know, with the subsequent viewing. Like, oh yeah, there's there's little teenager Aladdin. That kind of looks, you know. Yeah. Doesn't look like Tom. Doesn't look like Tom Cruise. Yeah. He just looks like looks like a kid. Well, yeah.
0: Originally, I guess they had gone with uh, Michael J. Fox, and then they decided to make the character older. And uh, yeah, they used Tom Cruise as an inspiration. And uh, in the audio commentary, uh, I'm not sure which one said it, uh, but uh, um, Clemence and Musker, they said that uh, the male leading men are harder to do in animation than the women because you can slightly caricature the female figure and look and a slight exaggeration makes it more appealing. But when you do that with the male figure, that slight exaggeration is a little off-putting so that's why they had been hesitant to have male characters aside from you know like animal male characters like in the jungle book or something like that uh that uh they hadn't had uh you know these they had had uh female characters uh or animals <laughs> for the most part yeah. and i don't know i thought that was interesting and also, I read that they had used, uh, they wanted s- sort of a, an exaggerated style to so the lines and different things. And so they had inspiration from uh, a a uh, comic artist named Al Hirschfeld. And you yep. definitely see his inf- influence later on in Fantasia 2000. But uh, just in the, um, I think you especially see it in the genie. And especially in a friend like me, you can kind of see the influence of sort of the Al Hirschfeld kind of look to things.
1: Oh, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yes, so well, that's interesting to know because, oh, sorry, I do not mean to interrupt you. Because, no. uh, uh, you know, the supervising animator of the genie is uh, Eric Goldberg, who's still at Disney.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And he also was the supervising animator of that Al Hirschfeld-inspired sequence in Fantasia Oh. Yeah, that's so, uh, yeah, so clearly, he knows how to draw a <laughs> Herschel <Hursfield's> type of <laughs> yeah. character. He's a very good artist.
0: Yeah, so they ended up getting to, Tim Rice. He's worked
1: with Andrew Lloyd Webber on some of the oh, great... Oh, yeah,
0: you're right. Great,
1: you know, Joseph and the Amazing Tanner called Code, Evita, mm-hmm. Jesus Christ Superstar. I mean, Tim Rice, Tim Rice is a very really good lyricist. And, and, and I think wrote,
0: he, he has a little bit more of a um, broad... I mean, he has a little bit more of a pop style. Yes. In his lyrics rather than a Broadway style that Ashman had. It's just, I think you can see slight difference in Aladdin than Beauty and the Beast and Little Mermaid.
1: Absolutely. You, you mm-hmm. definitely tell there's, there's there's some different stuff going on. Yeah. And I think he did it. I think, you know, he, he, he did a nice job. I mean, can you imagine what a hard job that would have been, too? I, mean, I can't. You know, I, mean, I just I can't either.
0: Do you do you think that they missed out a little bit in not making it a little more authentic to Arabic culture, to the lore? Uh, I mean, they kind of went with as far as Agrabah with just sort of a it's not really trying to be anything in specific, and I think that saves them a lot of grief. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, they tried to do the same thing with Moana. Uh, you know, right. that it's just kind of it's just a made-up place, and so they don't have to be quite as um uh, it gives them a little more leeway, but even the characters are all pretty white, and they're all pretty. Um, I don't know. It just seems like it. It might have been cool to have made it a little bit more sort of Arabic. If that makes sense. <laughs> no, that,
1: no that, make, that totally makes sense. And yeah, I've wondered about. I've wondered about that too. Uh, that because it, yeah, it, does, it doesn't necessarily. I mean clearly you see the set, you see it in the you see it in the art you know you see it in the setting and the you know the backgrounds and whatnot yeah you, but but yeah all all the all the voice actors are all white
0: mm-hmm.
1: and and uh nothing is really authentic i guess right to the right. to to the culture and same with them i mean the music has some kind of arabesque type of stylings to it but
0: mm-hmm. then
1: again. They just played the whole thing up, really. I think just for comedy, you know. Right. Uh, and uh, it sure would be an interesting, different movie. And I mean, I hate to even bring it up. I'm sure it's it's, it's the as the elephant in the room. But this new quote unquote live action. that yeah.
0: See if they,
1: I- they've uh, cast. Listen to they've cast that more culturally appropriate. You know. Right. But but we'll see. We'll see what happens with that. Uh, again, I don't know. I
0: don't even, uh, yeah I don't after know. after his king arthur i am super nervous about <laughs> yeah
1: about
0: so nervous. guy Ritchie's. but if, if it was me if they if they were asking me to remake aladdin i would go totally dark i would get rid of all the songs i would just like they did with pete's dragon i would make it its own thing make yeah. it like make it more of the legend make it more that would be so cool and you could have like like they did with um Cinderella you know she's just sort of humming some of the songs just underneath her breath uh yeah. that that's way better way better i think personally than um but anyway than trying to make will smith uh, I, doing... know. I know i know yeah, but I there just... <laughs> there was some controversy because they did say that uh, they did have to change the lyrics in the. Yeah, change the lyrics
1: in that opening Arabian Night number, yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah, that uh, that um, where they cut off your ear if they don't like your face, uh, and they changed it to where it's flat and immense, and the heat and is the intense. Heat
1: is intense, yeah.
0: Which is probably probably good to do. Uh,
1: yeah, that caused <laughs> that caused a bit of an uproar, but still, though, there's that scene, you know when princess jasmine's in the market and yeah <laughs> he's trying to cut off her arm right or cut off her right. hand and Yeah, that i don't know if, if there was any outcry i don't remember any outcry over that but it's just like well that's the same that thing at least so, makes as, a little
0: at least that's not i feel like it's less insulting because it's not like told for a joke and whereas the other one right. is just a joke
1: it's in, the con- it's in the context of it right yeah
0: but, but okay, so we start out the movie with Aladdin and it's uh, one step. How do you think this does uh, in setting tone and helping define Aladdin's character?
1: Well, I think it's a, it's, I think it's a terrific opening number. Yeah. Uh, you know, uh, it's, uh, it's, it's just, it's so, for lack of a better word, Rachel, I'm just calling it cartoony.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, it's everything so highly stylized you know these these all these different people popping in and out and all these different voices and it's non-stop and it's and it's it's this you know it's a chase scene right that's set mm-hmm. into this song but it's it, it's it's manic but it always I mean it always makes me laugh yeah. you know? and and uh, I, I just think it's a really fun and a clever way to introduce this character what, what, yeah. what do you think about it? I
0: agree. I think it makes him super charming. Like, yeah. you kind of fall in love with him. Uh, it, you get to see his heart. You get to see how, how slick he is, how cool he is. Uh, it's a really, really effective scene. And especially after you've just had the moment where you know that they're looking for the diamond in the rough. Yes. Here. Here's your diamond, and then in the here's rough. your
1: diamond. They're rough, yeah.
0: Yeah, it's really fun, really fun. It it just feels like a, a classic storytelling, where, you know, sort of a hero's journey. It almost is similar to Luke looking out, uh, and uh, frustrated, you know, the sort of frustrated teenagers. The same thing with Aladdin looking out at the castle. Someday, Abu, yeah. things will change. And I think that that is classic.
1: I do too. I I, I, yeah. I love I love that scene. So much, and I also really love to just before that, how, you know, Aladdin and Abu finally escape and they've got their bread and they're sitting there, they're eating it. And then they see those two, uh, little hungry children and they, and they, you know, they give their, they both give their bread to them and and Abu does it begrudgingly, but it's, it's cute. I mean, then he kind of, you know, Mm -hmm. comes around, but it's, yeah, it really shows Aladdin's character, Mm -hmm. And it's done, it's done with, I think, just a light touch is what I like about it too. It's not, it's not heavy handed and it's done by action. And I, I, I just always impressed by it. I love it.
0: Yeah. It's really, really good. And so let's talk about Jasmine. So you get like these two different sides of Jasmine for, in one side, she is very like tough and she is refusing to see the suitors who she thinks are pompous And so that's a very modern voice for her. And I always like to, because the the girl who's playing Jasmine, uh, she she came up with this idiotic quote where she was going to, Mo- you know, she's going to modernize Jasmine or whatever, and she's going to oh, the one and the her- one
1: in, in the guy Ritchie. Alone. Yeah,
0: that she was going to make know. her make her a strong, independent character. And my like, response, <laughs> my response to that was, she literally has a tiger for a pet. Like, you're going to tell me that she's not a strong character? <laughs>
1: uh, perfect response. That quote uh, was so annoying because it yeah. was like. Have you seen oh you know, right? This, this animated version? Uh, yeah. That, evidently
0: uh, evidently no Disney females are modern, evidently. Like everybody, Belle's not modern. So annoying uh, Jasmine's not modern. But on the one hand, <laughs> she is super naive. Like she she again trains her tiger to speak English to understand English, but she doesn't know that you have to pay for things. <laughs> right. Vendor. Like, is that just too stupid? Yeah, that's
1: that's a weird thing. I mean, I guess you know she is sheltered, right? But that, yeah, that whole thing. She probably is like,
0: knows oh, about money, though. <laughs> well, all right,
1: because anyway,
0: it's forgivable. Yeah. I was just saying that she's. I forgivable. hear you
1: though. <laughs> yeah.
0: Um. But yeah, Aladdin comes and rescues her, and uh, they have sort of their this little kind of moment together, and I think yeah. that. They have such immediate chemistry.
1: They do, yeah. Which
0: goes a long way because, you know, like any sort of romantic comedy, you have to buy that there's always like a gimmick in a romantic comedy, you know, that whether it's someone pretending to be engaged or someone pretending to whatever, you know, just try to impress people. And, and, uh, and they usually have that moment where like, how could you lie to me? Oh. I know of what I speak. I, I watch a lot of romantic comedies. And, and the, the chemistry, if the chemistry is not there, then it's just like the worst. But, but if it's there, then you can put up with so many controversies.
1: Yes. Yeah. <laughs>
0: and I think the chemistry is really here between these two. They both have a similar sort of nature. They're both kind of longing. And I think that helps a lot.
1: Yeah, I, I, yeah, I totally agree. This, yeah. that, that instant chemistry that they're able to build – uh, and again, kudos to the filmmakers, I think, for you know, their choices in making that yeah. work so
0: well. Agreed. Uh, and, and, so, and
1: believable. And, yeah.
0: And, you know, I like it how. No, oh, go ahead. No, I was just going to say, I like that she gets to meet him first as the street rat. Yeah, and, I think. Yeah, yeah,
1: as he is. You know, yeah. as, he, as he really is. Yeah.
0: I think that's really good. And uh, so, yeah. And, uh, they end up uh, they're going to take Aladdin uh, Jafar finds out that uh, that Jafar finds out that Aladdin is the diamond in the rough and he uh, he goes and he takes he has his guards come and take Aladdin and that's when Jasmine reveals herself and I the uh, and I think that uh, you know there's some nice sort of nice moments but for Jasmine and sort of that whole sequence where she really, you know, she sticks up to Jafar, she sticks up to, uh, you know, everything yeah. and she's obviously devastated when she thinks that Aladdin is, is, is killed by Jafar. And so let's talk about Jafar as a villain. Uh, where does he rank for you in Disney villains? Is he one of your all-time favorites or
1: I don't know if he's necessarily one of my all-time favorites, but I think he's a terrific villain. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I love I love his character design, and I, you know, I think the clothes they put him in and the way you know he's got that very long, droopy face. I mean, he's elegant looking, uh, which and I love these elegant villains, you know, like Maleficent and whatnot. But um, he, you know, he's he's just in a way. He's, he, I mean, he's just. He wants he wants Jasmine and he wants to rule the world, but it's kind of like okay, so it's just like the selfish, you know, yeah. the selfish villain <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So ah. not necessarily a lot of depth to him, I guess. But he's still he's 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 kind of a delicious villain the yeah. way the way that the, the way that he's played and I think you know the the, the script they've given him is, is great. I love Iago too, so I think yes. that between the two of them i think i i like it i've never i've never had a problem with religion with jafar but
0: well uh, i yeah i really like jafar and i miss watching this just made me remember just how much i miss true villains we haven't had a true villain in disney in a long time what we end up having is these people we think are the good guys oh but turns out they're actually bad right yeah
1: surprise (laughs) yeah
0: and i mean i guess you could say that there's not a villain reveal in Moana, but there's just kind of, it's almost like an Odyssey type story in Moana where there's a, f- a series of villains <laughs> that she meets along the way. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and so, but I miss, we haven't really had one since Gothel and I hope that in Frozen 2, they are making a true villain. I really yeah. please. Because it has been both in Pixar and in uh, and in Disney, we've had almost all last minute
1: yeah, surprise it's like, it's like a mystery who the villain is, and then the reveal. Yeah, and
0: so, I, I miss like a villain where, oh, you know, there's a p- moment in here where, where Iago says, uh, says something to the effect of, uh, "Whatever pleases you, oh evil one." I miss yeah. that. I miss where we have that, like where yeah. they're just like so evil, and I don't know. I just really miss that, and and I, I do like Jonathan Freeman. I do too as Jafar and I think yeah, the only terrific. shame is that we didn't get a better villain song. He really only has the uh, the Prince Ali reprise. That Prince
1: Ali reprise. Yeah. Uh,
0: yeah. which is too bad cuz I think he's got a great voice and I think he would have been up for it. And he does have a song in Return to Jafar that I you know I kind of wish we'd gotten one here.
1: <laughs> yeah, and again, I know Alan Menken and Howard Ashman wrote a song for Jafar. Mm-hmm. I, I can't remember the name of it, Rachel. But it was supposedly really dark, you know. Uh, yeah. Uh, I think it was about. It was like humiliate the boy or something. It, uh, uh, something. I think you know after Jafar captures Aladdin, uh, mm-hmm. and 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 it sounds like it was the, the the Prince Ali reprise was clearly put in its in its place cause, yeah. Because he's he's humiliating Aladdin by showing Jasmine who he re, who he really is, you know. But that's done with. The, I mean, it's still sad, but it's done a little more kind of lighthearted.
0: Well, it says here that Freeman uh, he was cast early on and recorded his dialogue, and then he had to readjust his voice after uh, Scott Weiniger and uh, and Brad Kane were were cast as. Uh, and uh, linda larkin as jasmine uh they that they had to readjust his voice because they decided that jafar had to be seen as a real threat to aladdin and jasmine as he was originally envisioned as an irritable character but the directors decided that a calm villain would be scarier so that's really interesting to me
1: yeah because he is you know he even though he comes unhinged finally at the end, he 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 does is all kind of behind the scenes, right? In his secret, his little secret lair, yeah. Or, or, or hypnotizing the king, but it's all done. Uh, or the Sultan, I mean. You know how he hypnotizes the Sultan with his staff, but, mm-hmm. but it's not. Yeah, it's not super dramatic, is it? It's it's all rather um, again, just kind of elegant, subdued.
0: Yeah. Yeah, so I I agree. Like he's just he's cool. Well, collector.
1: I'm with you on the villains.
0: Yeah. So, uh, what do we think of Iago in the history of villain sidekicks? I What do you think about him oh and Gilbert Gottfried?
1: I adore it. You know, yeah. I I I remember back in the day, it seemed like Gilbert Gottfried was a bit of a controversial choice because he's a pretty foul mouth comic. If I'm if I'm not mistaken, in his mm-hmm. like in his stand up and whatnot. But he's so, I don't know, for me, it works. And it still works, you know, watching it again. It, it's, I think yeah. he's so funny. And the, line, the lines they give him are funny. And, and mm-hmm. again, Jafar is all cool, calm, and collected, as you know, for the most part. And Iago just is coming in unhinged all the time. And I just love it. You know, I, I love it when the Sultan keeps feeding him crackers. <laughs> and then, you know, he explodes yeah. about that. Yeah. And <laughs> you know, he thinks he's going to have a heart attack and die. <laughs> If yeah. not Surprise and all you know all, anyway.
0: yeah i like, love think? him so much i think he's so yeah, funny like so funny. i I love like little moments that aren't that other people don't even notice but like <laughs> for instance there's one scene where he's like get a grip jafar and then jafar like chokes him yes. like nice grip <laughs> i just think stuff like that is so funny it's funny yeah yeah,
1: yeah. for and sure i love the line you know that he's so ticked off that he's molting, you know. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It, it, nobody could do that like like Gilbert Gottfried. You know, he's just got that absolutely fantastic voice. Yeah, so, I
0: think he's really really funny. A lot of people don't like uh, voices like that, but I do. Yeah, I, I do. you know I've always been a huge uh, Fran Drescher fan, and I feel like it's kind of in the same sort of camp of comedy and yeah. uh <laughs> interesting enough our friend will finn from home on the range was the animator yes, for i exactly for i
1: don't <laughs> to rachel about uh, yeah will finn <laughs>
0: um yeah i really do r- really love iago and i think you kind of need that balance because you have the crazy antics of the and the improv kind of yeah. of uh genie on one side and you kind of i feel like you need it kind of over on this other side too on I mean, the villain so side otherwise it would just yeah. be kind of like i don't know it would just wouldn't work you kind of need both of them i think for it to work and- really
1: really good sidekick and again super cartoony I, I love i love how he's how he's animated and, yeah. and there's all lots of squash and stretch with 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 iago whereas yeah. jafar again can just kind of be the statue yeah uh, i know but, i do
0: i love when he gets like stuck in the the wall and stuff like oh that it's know. so funny
1: i love it too and actually i love how you know jafar's got that high collared jack or that jacket with that those shoulders almost like he's got shoulder pads you know right and, and iago can just walk back and forth yeah. you know talking into both ear <laughs> ears i just i just think it's a brilliant design too and i really also cool like
0: work. When he's pretending to be a flamingo. That's pretty funny too. <laughs> what are you looking at?
1: What are you looking at?
0: <laughs> so funny. And yeah. uh, what do you think about poo as a, boo as a side character, a uh, oh. sidekick for Aladdin?
1: You know, yeah, the, the word <laughs> of the day is love. I love Abu. Uh, it's, I think Abu is a perfect sidekick because he's so expressive. I'm really glad that they chose not to make him talk.
0: I agree, I and
1: agree. I, but because I, I love the little monkey squeaks that you know that they make, and he's so he's so expressive, and he's and, he, and they're 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 just a really good team. Um, that's really well established in that opening song, you know, or in the you know. Um, uh, that we were uh, sorry again i'm having a brain cramp the uh, the, the one step uh, one step yeah because yeah. uh, you, you really see them you know how they work together and, and help each other, and I like how abu boo is in a way kind of his conscience because uh, he, he he like tells him he, he you know he 's almost like a little kid and that he likes ex- he, he's just completely honest. you know. He's, he's, he'll, he'll express yeah. his happiness and his disdain <laughs> with decisions that a lad's making. And uh, well, I think and he's also, I, love, I love his little fez. Yeah. yeah. Well,
0: he's also a very... Uh, he's, he's a very instinctual character. Like, yeah. you know, he's the reason why the, the cape falls apart when, when they go in there, because he's tempted yeah. by the jewels. By also... The jewel also he's the one that's in the most pain and uh uh when they get sent to the ends of the world uh you know you see i you see aladdin caring for for him worrying yeah. about abu uh, immediately and uh, so i think it really really is good so yeah i think it's much better than let's say i mean i like jiminy cricket fine but like I like this better. I think having uh, the sidekick not being able to talk and just being really cute and expressive. So for this, mm-hmm. at least it, like, it works. Much yeah, better.
1: I think I think it really works. Again, great decision by the creative team.
0: Yeah, and and,
1: and, play, and plays the great comedic uh, ends too with the whole Prince Ali stuff, which will which we'll get to. Yeah. But I I love Abu in any shape he's in. Yeah, you know any <laughs> mm-hmm. any <laughs>
0: And you know what's really interesting to me is that the they only have one ride in the parks that's Aladdin themed, and it's just the kind of dumble-like the yeah. magic carpet ride. I, that's really su- It's really surprising to me, given how popular the movie is, that they don't have yeah. a magic carpet ride, roller coaster or storybook kind of or- ride
1: right I, I really I know I'm, I'm surprised they don't too I really wish they did at one point there was this thing called Disney Quest mm-hmm. at Walt Disney World I don't know if you remember seeing that but it was in their downtown Disney area which they now call mm-hmm. Disney Springs but it was this it was and it was like an arcade it was like a virtual reality arcade built I think sometime in the mid 90s if I'm not mm-hmm. mistaken mm-hmm. it finally just closed like last year and they're demolishing it for for uh, as, as, as an attraction that they're building with the uh, NBA as in the National Basketball Association. Oh. But anyway, <laughs> there was an Aladdin, there was this virtual Aladdin ride, because I, I went in there once, uh, and it's like, you know, you could ride a, you, you'd straddle this thing and it was like your magic carpet, and then there was a computer screen in front of you, and then you-
0: Yeah, It uh, is kind uh, of random sometimes. And, uh, like oh, I mean, they man. have Song of the South, they continue with that. they have never changed that on yeah. Splash Mountain, but they don't have a lot, you know, it's, it's sort of weird in the park sometimes, but anyway, yeah. I, no,
1: I I agree anyway i don't mean to, I don't mean to bore you with the details, but it didn't you
0: know
1: I always wondered if they were gonna that was gonna lead to something else, you know yeah. and and clearly it hasn't, which is a bummer Because I I, yeah. I I i mean finally you know the like they're getting beauty and the beast stuff in the park, so maybe <laughs> maybe you know, they've got yeah. some beauty. And the beast. At uh, Walt well, Disney World, and they're building—they're building they're in building Japan at uh, Tokyo Disneyland in Japan.
0: It but, is true that the, um, the the Disney Renaissance. Now that you mention it, is pretty underrepresented as far as rides. Yeah, there's it a, is. There's, there's a Little Mermaid ride.
1: Yeah, which is super cute. Have you been on that? Oh ride?
0: yeah, of course. Yeah. I mean, I've never—I've only been to Disney World one time when I was twelve. <laughs> so, but so Disneyland is kind of what I know. Yeah. But yeah, I've been on the Little Mermaid ride, of course. Yeah. Uh, I love but. I love that. Is that the only one? Yeah, that's crazy.
1: It's crazy, and then the like, yeah, show... stuff galore, but no rides. There's shows,
0: but yeah. yeah, and I mean, I guess they have Tarzan's tree, so that's yeah, but that's it. But you think Tarzan good... would make a great ride? Yeah, very weird with all the you know, flinging through the trees and stuff, exactly. Very weird, it's but <clears throat> Interesting. All right. So okay. So now we get to the cave sequence. Uh, the uh, Jafar takes Aladdin to the cave of forgotten wonders. I have to say, I think the cave of forgotten wonders doesn't hold up that well. It looks super 90s CG to me. Yeah.
1: Yeah. It, it looks like 90s. Like
0: just the opening to the cave. Right. Once He's inside. Then it looks really good. But um. Uh, but but it doesn't really matter but anyway he gets in there and yeah there's quite a great scene when he's uh he's chasing the lava uh on the magic carpet and uh and the carpet's kind of a fun little bonus oh, character
1: absolutely. again i lo- love the magic carpet <laughs> yeah, it's really but fun it's so much fun because again that they infuse this personality into a carpet I-, I just thought it was such a creative idea uh, yeah. i love I love 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 the carpet
0: and so he ends up getting stuck in the cave but he has the lamp he 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 got it uh he didn't end up giving it to jafar and he rubs the lamp and that's when we get robin williams genie uh and this there's just like a huge shot of adrenaline into the movie like it's been good up until now but i think it's just oh, like wow just like
1: then the movie really starts i mean the movie's been really fun and Then <laughs> yeah. all of a sudden yeah i'm with you it's like this shot of adrenaline when when the genie shows up and it just is non-stop until the end
0: yeah and i think friend like me i think it's the best song in the movie and personally i think that all of the fun songs are almost always better than the ballads that win the Oscars in this, in this Renaissance period. <laughs> Personally, I just, I don't know. They're just, I like them a little bit better. Uh, like, I don't know. Like I like under the sea maybe a little bit better than uh, part of the world. I like, uh, be our Guest a little better than feeding <laughs> these. I, I just like these sort of fun songs. I, I, I definitely like the more fun songs of Lion King better than Can You Feel the Love. And I like uh, the, um, I like Friend Like Me better than Part of Your World. That's very controversial, but uh, that's what I think. (laughs) I think it's such a great song. It's so brilliant. It's so fast paced. The animation is amazing. Uh, It's just so joyful and so funny. I still think it holds up. I mean, it has a lot of stuff that, I don't even really know what it is, but like, I don't care because it's just so energetic and so joyful. Yeah. Personally.
1: I I, I love it too. It's, it's kind of almost a three-way tie for me with friend like me, um, a whole new world and Prince Ali.
0: Mm -hmm. I think
1: think Prince Ali is so funny.
0: I do too. Uh, (laughs) Yeah. It's so good. Yeah. I I just, I don't know. Uh, I just love. I mean, evidently he just recorded this for for hours and hours and hours, and he was, I think, pretty self conscious about his singing. But he does a he does a good job, and it's exactly what's required for the role. That and is, yeah,
1: he aces it. Yeah, uh,
0: it's just it's just the best. <laughs> yeah, agreed. <laughs> you ain't never had a friend, and never had a friend. You ain't never a friend like me. Uh, yeah, it, it's a. Uh, and I, I, I like, in general, I think the backgrounds in Aladdin are a little bland. They're just like, they're just plain colors for the most part. They'll just be solid blocks of blue and black and things like that. But I think in Friend Like Me, I think it really works because you're just focusing on the yeah. genie. And so much is happening with things moving up and down and the baklava going crazy, yeah. things like that. That I think it actually works really well for the visual style
1: yeah i mean i do too this mm-hmm. is really it really looks
0: great yeah. so okay so while that's all going on then uh we have jafar figuring out that he can marry uh jasmine and i do love that the sultan's first uh response is but you're so old. <laughs> I, <know. laughs> I, somebody. I also i forgot to say i love when the sultan he's like he's like her mother wasn't nearly so picky,
1: picky. <laughs>
0: which is really funny
1: yeah. it is so funny this has so much humor in this movie
0: yeah.
1: everybody. i think mean, this i love the salt too i mean he's he's kind of a bumbling character but i just mm-hmm. great character design mm-hmm. and uh you just see how he can just be so easily manipulated you know
0: yeah there, yeah. really good very very good and so there's a sort of scheme are do we really understand the parameters of jafar's magic no
1: <laughs> it's never explained No, I, you know, again some of it. You just, i just you know i think you just infer it by seeing his secret lair that he's got in the palace because he's lair. got all sorts of stuff going on in there yeah. right he's
0: a sorcerer i guess
1: yeah or, but... or at least
0: yeah he's not like he's not like saying like aruba you know some like potion and he's not doing like potions or he's just kind of he's got his stick and he can hypnotize people
1: yeah but he's not
0: really a hypnotist i don't know he's just got kind of like
1: <laughs> he's got <laughs> skills and he also knows, and he knows what items he needs to get stuff done like the mystic blue diamond that the, the the sultan wears on his pinky you know and his pinky ring right he has to take that and use it because that's how he finds out that aladdin is the diamond in the rough by
0: oh yeah that's right you're right you yeah know,
1: the, the mystic blue diamond <laughs> <laughs> you know? so, now, it's never explained yeah. and i but, yeah. but i kind of like but i like it you know yeah. it's like oh yeah he's Clearly he's either trying to be some kind of a wizard or sorcerer or something. Yeah. But, but I
0: can't even think in, I don't even think in Return to Jafar that they ever explain. Is
1: that ever explored? I, I
0: don't but, think so. I could be wrong. It's a while since I saw that. And I do have to say, I think of all the cheap cools, I think that the Aladdin ones are pretty okay. Well, that's good
1: to know. I mean, I I saw both of them once and, and then okay. tried to block them out of <laughs> but,
0: <laughs> they're they're certainly in the upper upper court quotient of quarter of those uh, well, it, not my favorite I, but they're up there
1: well if i'm not mistaken i think we owe the cheap quills to the return of jafar because it was the first one <laughs> yeah, you're probably right And it was i mean disney made just a bazillion dollars off of it yeah and so that's what that launched it
0: the aladdin ones and the lion king ones are are fine they're not, like, great, but they're fine.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, and uh, I know a lot of people have a soft spot, particularly for the third one, because Robin Williams comes back. Robin
1: Williams comes back, yeah. So, Which is a big deal. I mean, yeah. they to be able to get him to do that.
0: Because yeah. they did have a falling out, uh, Robin Williams and yeah. Disney, yeah. uh, about this film and about how it was marketed. He, he didn't want them to use the genie in the marketing, um, and he was very upset with them uh, because he was worried. Uh, something to do with it affecting his other films that were coming out and he felt like they hadn't honored their part of the deal. And uh, anyway, that's uh, where there was um, conflict between them, but they were able to kind of work it out, it seems like. So that's good. Um, So, all right. So then we get to they're in the cave and they're stuck there and uh, Aladdin in his sly way, he tricks the genie into giving getting them out without actually making a wish. And <laughs> and then we get his wish to become a prince. And it's one thing I wondered about is because when Jafar becomes sultan, I know this is totally overthinking it, but it's just for fun on the podcast, but when Jafar becomes sultan, he actually takes the clothes and everything yeah. from the sultan Mm -hmm. right yes so here's my question is there some prince out there in the middle of nowhere
1: (laughs) that that was all of a sudden like lost all his clothes and his his menagerie
0: (laughs) 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 there's no answer to that question which is something i was thinking about yesterday i'm like
1: that's a deep hmm. (laughs) question <laughs> but
0: but anyway, so yeah, he becomes Prince Ali and we get Prince Ellie the song and this song is so good. My so favorite funny. part is <laughs> don't they look lovely, dude? <laughs>
1: yes. Fabulous, Harry. I love the feathers. Yes, it's so good. <laughs> it's, so good. <laughs> it's really and funny. I I love as I love a boo as an elephant yeah you know <laughs> I mean, you, you clearly know you see it's <laughs> a, it's, a, it's Abu, but it's just it's 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 played for such comedy and yeah. it's it's it's, so, it's just delightful
0: right yeah it's so good and uh <laughs> there's so many good moments in it but but yeah that's my favorite don't they look lovely june yeah oh, uh,
1: too. Uh, I, just, I love uh, that. uh
0: yeah and then we're back to jasmine uh of course she sees all the hullabaloo with prince Ali and uh and they're all talking and she says she says how dare you stand around talking my, about my future i am not a prize to be one <laughs> so that's a pretty good moment for her oh jasmine's awesome yeah yeah was pretty good yeah. and so uh then we get a lovely scene between the genie and aladdin and the genie says look this is stupid you're being stupid yeah. Uh, you need to just be yourself and, uh, and, and really you have trust and being a theme and being, you know, honest, being a theme throughout the film. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, we have Aladdin telling Jasmine, do you trust me yeah. several times in the, in the story and, and here, and then, and Jeannie saying, you know, just be yourself be and yourself. he's too scared. That Jasmine won't accept him, and uh, and and we also, I think it's here that uh, that we find out that uh, that the, that Aladdin can save the genie, and or it might have been just a little earlier, I forget. But anyway, we find out that uh, that he can make a wish, and genie will be free. And I think that this gives such heart to the movie, because, uh, you know, you just, Robin Williams, you just feel that heart when he's talking about wanting to be free and free. And, uh, and then later on when Aladdin refuses to grant him his freedom, like there's such heart, like through the whole thing, it's so good. And, um, uh, yeah, it's, I don't know. I think that that was such a brilliant addition to make. I've never seen that in an Aladdin story before about the idea that, yeah. Can grant the genie his freedom.
1: I, yeah, agreed. And uh, it's so brilliant that that uh, that those you know the the bracelets that the genie wears are are symbolic of like uh, a chain, you know, in a way, or, yeah. or something that that keeps him bound to the lamp and bound to whoever is his is his master. Uh, I I agree with you. I thought that was that was such a, a brilliant creative choice in, in the script and it really differentiates the, the, the story yeah doesn't it it just is, yeah as you said so well yeah
0: yeah and so then we get the magic carpet ride with a whole new world
1: Whole new world <laughs> what a scene what a what, lovely, lovely scene
0: yeah it's really good did you watch that siren live thing though it's <laughs> not funny
1: yes <laughs> i had seen it before oh, I'm, yeah. so glad, I'm so glad you said it to me <laughs> it's so funny it's the one with adam driver uh yeah
0: yeah (laughs) i i i don't know i just think that these romantic ballads are a little cheesy i they're fine i mean i watch hallmark movies what can i complain about cheesy romance but i just like the the beat song better but um but anyway this is really nice and sweet and we get a great kiss probably it might be like, the kiss in Pocahontas is really good, but we don't have that much chemistry between the two. Yeah. Uh, here we have chemistry.
1: chemistry, yeah.
0: And I can't think of a better kiss, because if you think about something like Sleeping Beauty or Snow White, but both of them are, like, asleep during their bed yeah. kiss, which is not as good. Uh, <laughs> yeah. And I guess there's a pretty good kiss in Tangled – uh, but I can't think of any other ones that would be better than this.
1: Well, it's a great kiss. And again, it, and it's, a, it's an earned kiss because yeah. the, I think the scene is so great. And then they, they're, there they are in China, you know, having that <laughs> conversation uh, where, yeah. where Jasmine figures out that this, you know, I think this is, this is a lad. Yeah. She calls him on it. But, but, uh, but I, I think one of the things that really makes a whole new world scene work too is that it's cheesy. But then they also add some really great humor in there. I always love it when mm-hmm. they go, they're flying through Egypt and the guy, you know, carving the Sphinx is so, you know, yeah, it's freaked, that's out, true. That's a good freaked point. out by it that he like knocks the nose off the Sphinx. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, these fun little gags that they were able to sneak in that, that give it so much charm and and, yeah. and uh, uh, you know, I'm attributing most of these to Ron and John. I don't know if. if I'm sure any number of story people could have, yeah. put it. but Ron yeah. and John approved them, and they're uh, really fun, and they're fun, yeah. They're fun. And that kiss scene too—that I love the, uh, you know, the balcony,
0: mm-hmm.
1: the jasmine is on, and that the carpet is involved, and and then I don't know, the whole the whole thing is so great.
0: Yeah, and uh, then we get uh, where Jafar tries to kill Aladdin and Jeannie ends up saving him and he says I'm getting kind of fond of you kid not that I want to pick out curtains or anything curtains or anything (laughs) that's pretty good that's a good thing (laughs) Um, Uh. and uh, so uh, it goes kind of back and forth and then Aladdin tells uh, Jeannie that he can't wish for her freedom and uh, that's when Jeannie says you've lied to everyone else I was beginning to feel left out Mm -hmm. that was really good
1: devastating yeah yeah, really devastating. Because poor Aladdin, yeah, here he's he's won the princess's heart, and and the Sultan has said, "Well, you get to become Sultan now," mm-hmm. and he's so freaked out because he's still, you know, he's insecure, and he doesn't. And also, I mean, in, in a way, he's right. He, he doesn't have the skills to be the Sultan. <laughs> you know, he's the, he doesn't know about any of this stuff. How any of this stuff works, but but uh, it is. It's devastating. Wow, and the. the Again, yeah, Robin Williams' performance is so good, in that, that scene—you just—it rips your heart out.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, really, really, really good. And uh, yeah, this is when uh, Jafar gets the lamp, and he wishes to be Sultan, and he takes uh, the uh, the Sultan's clothes, <laughs> and uh, and he wish then he wishes to be a sorcerer, which he already was a sorcerer, but he wants yeah. to be the most all powerful,
1: all powerful sorcerer. sorcerer yeah
0: and, and this is when we get the Prince Ali reprise so uh <laughs> uh how many times do I have to kill you, boy <laughs> yeah and uh, yeah, Aladdin is sent to the end of the earth, and it really does feel pretty desperate. I mean Aladdin's just there with his with his vest on <laughs> in the middle of the snow
1: in the middle of yeah wherever they are, the North Pole or whatever, you know, wherever.
0: Yeah, but they, the, you know. luckily he sent him with the carpet and with a boo, so. And, uh, yeah, and so uh, he gets back, and we here's where we get sexy Jasmine. What do you think of that?
1: Well, you know, I I, <laughs> I was thinking that watching it, I think they, they probably couldn't do that today. You think, but yeah. I don't think that that would i think people would would really throw a fit i don't even remember it being an issue back you know in in, in ninety two and again, not that it's necessarily offensive it's just so overt, overtly sexy
0: right that it'll be interesting to see what they do in the new one you know yeah, yeah, what they do uh, uh,
1: what do you yeah what what's your take on it
0: yeah I think it's fun I don't mind sexiness i i don't know i don't think uh this movie is necessarily for like teeny tiny little kids so i'm i'm fine with it
1: yeah
0: i'm fine with it it's
1: clearly it was they they didn't just use it uh like gratuitously and then it like played a role she like had to distract jafar you know in order uh and that you know, and then she ends up kissing him, and everybody is so disgusted, which is funny, dude. <laughs> you know? Right? Uh, yeah, I
0: don't think it's necessarily offensive for, and for even for kids to see uh, characters being sexy or being, uh, you know, I don't know, an enchantress of some kind. I don't have a problem with that; it's fine with me. I, uh, I, I guess it just has to be handled. Right, and yeah, there's a purpose for it. It's not just, it's not gratuitous at all, I don't think. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I kind of, it probably would have been something similar, like when I used to watch Sleeping Beauty, which I loved growing up, uh, and I would watch it, and, um, you know, when Maleficent would say, I would call upon all the, the powers of hell and something like, some. he would, he would say something like that, and I yeah. would be like, oh, "Whoa!" you know, like it was very, like, exciting and very yeah. fun yeah wow she's so evil so i think it's maybe kind of like that and even like in some of the other early disney clan or even in some of the other early disney films you have a little bit more sort of sexy characters but it it would be interesting to see trying to think if any of the recent films you could say had kind of a character like that um not in uh not in frozen Mm -hmm. not really entangled they all stay pretty covered. Yeah. Uh, so interesting. I'm trying to think. Even in Wreck-It Ralph, I don't think there's really anything in, even in there in any of the no, games.
1: Oh, there, and, there, really, there really isn't because you know Sergeant uh-huh. Calhoun and Wreck-It Ralph. She's uh-huh. she's just kind of all business, right? Uh, yeah, right. because, like,
0: uh, back I mean, the Tinker could be could be a little yeah. bit sexy yeah. In, yeah. back in the day. Some of those characters, absolutely. Yeah. So all right. Well, anyway, it's fun. I do love the joke when genie's like <laughs> go go out, go out, go out, or whatever he says. And and then he's like, Jafar, Jafar, he's our man. Hey, can do it. All right. Great. <laughs> right. I love that.
1: I, did so too. I love that. Yeah, when he's when he's the cheerleader. <laughs> yeah. So funny! It's so funny.
0: And and this is when Aladdin convinces Jafar to become a genie, and ends up trapping him inside the lamp. So also super smart. Super smart. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Again, I thought it was, I thought that was such. A, I've always said that was such a great way to defeat Jafar. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Very
0: smart. Very smart. Uh, yeah. So. Then we get our ending with Aladdin being honest and gives the genie his freedom, and that whole scene is the best.
1: It's it's just perfection. again,
0: especially after the passing of Robin Williams. Like it, it's it's especially on, moving. It takes on
1: this whole new meaning, and I thought I, I thought the same thing. I, I can't remember how many days I watched, I, but I, I did watch Aladdin too, Rachel, not long after the passing of Robin Williams. And I was really emotional to 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 uh, to watch that last scene because I, you know, I mean, I don't think any of us really knew that Robin Williams. I mean, you know, he was quite manic in his personality, but I didn't realize he was suffering the way he was. And and uh, to be to be free or to you know to think about death as as you know we do with our with our common faith, but but uh, just knowing that he's hopefully freed from some of that suffering that he had been going through. Yeah, it adds, it has extra extra depth. I, it just, it, it's, and I was reminded of that again, you know, rewatching it. I was like, oh, wow, yeah. And it's so perfectly done. Perfect yeah. music by Alan Menken, you know, perfect animation for, for, for the scene. I, it's, and it's, I
0: love it's, the way that he starts, like, packing up and then he's <laughs> like, and then Alan's like, Jeannie, I'm going to miss you. And then he's oh so good. Uh, And they have the group hug, and it's just great. Group
1: hug, yeah. He's got the goofy hat. (laughs) Right.
0: (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) And there you go. That's Aladdin. It's definitely very special and wonderful. And I'm thinking maybe I did rate it too low in my ranking. It's so hard because I just love so many of them. So it's like (laughs) I still gave it an A, but I gave my top 35. (laughs)
1: Films. Yeah, so so many good good ones, and and some of these really do. They just come down to personal taste. Yeah, because it's so great. It's
0: just yeah. So yeah, I have Aladdin at 21, which seems ridiculous, but I have Pinocchio at 20, and I have Lilo and Stitch at 22. Both films I love. So, I don't know. It's tough. (laughs) It's just tough.
1: (laughs) Yeah, it's tough. Alas in my top (laughs) ten.
0: Yeah, and I completely understand that. So, great. This was so fun. This makes me want to even go watch it again.
1: I know. (laughs)
0: Exactly.
1: (laughs) It was so so great to rewatch it and really great to talk with you about it. I always, you know, learn something and appreciate your insights. So, thank you.
0: Well, let's see what we're going to talk about in September.
1: All right.
0: 27. So let's see what twenty seven is. Oh. If um, yeah, twenty seven is Oliver and Company. So All right. okay. Yeah, because we've already done Great Mass Detective. So
1: yeah, I was gonna say we've done that. So.
0: So Oliver and Company will be our movie for September. So that F-CNA. should be really fun. Yeah, it should be fun. It's to revisit. So all right, great. Well, thanks so much. You're the best. This was so much fun. This is my you. favorite of all the ones we've done to, to talk about. So uh and I just can't wait until the day we can talk about Little <laughs> Mermaid. That'll be so fun. Yeah. Uh but uh but how can people find you? Well, I'm on Twitter
1: at Stanford Clark and I have a movie blog, which is movies com.
0: Great. And you can find me at Rachel's Reviews on iTunes and on YouTube. So make sure you're following me there and uh, let us know. Oh, I almost forgot to read people's quotes real quick. Oh yeah. I'd love to hear what. what Okay. yeah. Yeah. So I asked our, you, uh, my followers on Twitter, what they thought about Aladdin and, uh, and they had a lot of different things. My friend, the lawn known, he said, it's a great film, but a portion of it really doesn't hold up. And I said, the romance. And he said, shockingly, the jokes. And for me, the songs. Whoa, that was shocking for me. <laughs> so there you go, different opinions. Uh, Harry Thomas says, it's one of the great Disney movies ever. Uh, then we have uh, Cece Takato says, Aladdin also has some of the best video games based on a Disney movie, so interesting. Uh, Georgia Speech, she says, I don't know if this is relevant in any way, but since you asked, I have to say that I love, love, love Aladdin Jasmine is perfect. She's strong and capable, but she accepts help when she needs it, and that doesn't make her less of a boss. Plus, Raja is the cutest. So there you go. Uh, She says, the music is some of the best. Basically, my favorite, along with Little Mermaid. A whole new world is everything. Prince Ali gets my heart soaring with joy and anticipation every time. Uh, animated annex, uh, animated antic says Aladdin is definitely a shining spot in the Disney Renaissance. It boasts some great animation, memorable songs from Alan Menken, also Ron Williams's genie. So hilarious that it's no wonder that Chuck Jones called this film the funniest animated movie ever made. So there you go. Wow, that's, uh, a,
1: that's quite a compliment, isn't it? Yeah.
0: Wow. <laughs> uh, uh, Fadi uh, Antoine says we think it's a masterpiece, one of the best. Animated movies of all time, without a doubt. Uh, Just a couple more. Kyle says, uh, despite a lot of dated elements and some pacing issues, it's really a riot and one of the better Disney films. And then Richard Southworth says, maybe it's nostalgia. But Aladdin is still one of my favorite Disney films. The story, the characters, style, voice acting, and especially the songs are all fantastic. I had so many, so I apologize. (laughs) I can't read them all. But, uh, but yeah, there, there's just tons of immediate love for Aladdin, uh, amongst my Twitter followers. As soon as I put it out,
1: <laughs> Oh, that's great. <laughs> really great. Yeah.
0: So, yeah. So lots of good things. So let us know your thoughts on Aladdin, uh, put in the comment section or on Twitter. Uh, what do you think of it? And uh, we'd love to talk. And like I said, you can uh, follow this podcast at Rachel's Reviews on iTunes and on YouTube. And we'd love to, we'd love to hear more from you. And we'll be excited to talk about Auburn Company next month.
1: Thanks, Rachel. Bye.